Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala eşrefil enbiyeyi vel mursalin Muhammed ve Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve aleyhi ve sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem. Tesliben kathiren kathira. Ama ba'du, my brothers and sisters, it is the purpose of our creation that we know our Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu. And that we love him, and that we worship him, and that we obey him. Without question. Without question does not mean blindly, but without question because we know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. We have no questions because we know we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now in that context, one of the Salaf Salihin, one of the great pious predecessors, classic scholars, Sahar bin Abdullah, he said, it is not lawful, meaning it is not possible. It is not lawful for light, which is the nur of knowledge, to enter a heart in which there is something that Allah dislikes. So if the heart has something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes, then the knowledge of the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not enter such a heart. And the, so, the source of his statement is the ayat of Surah Al-Araf where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said سَأَصْرِفُ عَنْ آيَاتِيَ الَّذِينَ يَتَكَبَّرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَإِنْ يَرَوْ كُلَّ آيَةٍ لَا يُؤْمِنُوا بِهَا وَإِنْ يَرَوْ سَبِيلَ الرُّشْدِ لَا يَتَّخِذُوهُ سَبِيلًا وَإِنْ يَرَوْ سَبِيلَ الْغَيِّ يَتَّخِذُوهُ سَبِيلًا ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا وَكَانُوا عَنْهَا غَافِلِينَ he said, I shall turn away from my ayat. I shall turn away from my ayat those who behave arrogantly on the earth. Without a right and even if they see all the ayat, they will not believe in them. And if they see the right way of righteousness, they will not adopt it. And if they see the way of error, the way of sinfulness, they will adopt that way. Because they have rejected our ayat and they were heedless and from to heedless from those ayat. Sufyan bin Uyayna radiallahu in his tafsir, he says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will deprive them of the understanding of the Quran. He's talking about the same ayah. He says Allah will deprive them of the understanding of the Quran. Muhammad bin Yusuf al-Firyabi he said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that he will deprive them from reflecting on the Qur'an and taking lessons from it. Ibn Kathir in his tafsir, he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punished them with the terrible punishment of ignorance because they were arrogant. The lesson for us to take away is that whoever has in their heart things like jealousy and envy and hatred and greed and malice and resentment and arrogance, Allah will turn that person away from the Qur'an. And to be turned away does not mean that the person will not be able to memorize the Qur'an. Ibn al-Hajj al-Maliki in his book, in his book Al-Madkhal, he said, I have seen a lot of mutakabbirin, arrogant people memorize the Qur'an, but their hearts are turned away from it. And they have not been given any understanding of it. And, do, and they do not act on it. Now this is like a stone compared to a sponge. If water is poured on these two things, the stone and the sponge, one will absorb the water 
and the other one will not. And that is not because of the strength of the stone or the rock compared to that of the sponge, but it has to do with the, the capacity to absorb the water. So it's not external strength or memory power or anything like that which is important, but the hidden strength of ikhlasun niyyah and tasqiyatun nafs. A heart which is pure from all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes and yearns for knowledge that can take him closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not a heart which is tired of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which doesn't want to listen to the glory and magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but somebody who is yearning for that. If the heart is purified from arrogance, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open a door of understanding for him, which he does not open for others. And if the heart is not purified of these evil characteristics, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will prevent him and prevent him from the light, which is the nur of hidayah, which can open his heart and give him a beautiful life. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Wattaqullah wa yu'allimukumullah. Wallahu bi kulli shayin alim. In Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, So have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will teach you, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows everything. And that is why I say that when tarbiyah was separated from ta'aleem, when tarbiyah was separated from ta'aleem, the nur left the ilm, and only words remained. This is the huge difference between Going right to the beginning, the way Rasulullah used to teach, and after him, the great Aimma of Islam used to teach, and the way we teach today. Today, we just teach books, we teach words. We do not teach Adab, we do not teach Tawadu, we do not teach how to sit, we do not teach how to behave, we do not teach how to approach knowledge. And so, we have people who are who graduate. And who have, you know, they've read this book and that book and this degree and that degree. But you don't see the, the sign of that in their behavior. The first sign of true knowledge of Islam is tawadu. It is humility. Knowledge that creates arrogance is the knowledge of shaitan of Iblis. Because thanks to his knowledge, what did he do? He said, minhu. He said, I am better than him. Knowledge which is Rabbani, which is divine knowledge, shows, really shows the person his own haqiqat. And he realizes how insignificant he is. And so he lowers himself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Qayyim al-Jawzi he said that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to favor somebody, he reminds him about his sins. When Allah wants to favor someone, he reminds him about his sins, not about his great deeds. Not about the great charity and this and that and how much Quran I know and I am praying tahajjud. No. He reminds him about his sins. Because then the person will make istighfar again and again and again. And of course we have yaqeen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah if you make istighfar Allah will forgive us. But we do not have complacency. We don't say I made istighfar once Allah forgive me so what? No. We never do that. We make istighfar a million times and another million times after that. Again and again. And therefore, then what happens with that? With that istighfar, because of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the du'as of that person and he forgives him and he provides him from sources that he couldn't imagine. 
and he solves his material needs and problems and Allah becomes sufficient for that person. All that happens because Allah reminded the person of his sins and this person made his tafar. We have the hadith of Ibn Abbas who said that Rasulullah said, if anyone constantly seeks pardon, constantly makes his tafar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will appoint for him a way out of every distress and a relief from every anxiety and will provide sustenance from him from where he did not expect. And this is in Sunan Abi Dawood and also in Musnad Imam Ahmad. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to live a life which is pleasing to him and to save us from that which does not please him. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to extend ourselves and to make effort and to tire ourselves out in seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not in other things. It's not even, I don't even like to compare with this and that what we do because it's not the other of the deen that it should be compared with something which is less. And so therefore, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us eager to learn and to make us even more eager to practice what we learn. Because at the end of the day, it is a practice which benefits, not just knowing something.